of traders. How you doing, man? How's everything going with you? I'm good, buddy. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, uh, man. It's an awesome experience. It's actually been a while. I I haven't really done any of this kind of stuff um, since this whole thing started. So I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you've been streaming here and there, not too often now. Yeah, uh, I really would. I really want to give people something so much more than just watching me suck ass at every video game I play. Cause like, <laughs> like, you know, the guys that stream, Oh my God, dude, they're fucking. Dude, there's, yes. I can't. It's like, and it's like, such, I don't know how people are so good at video games. There's sometimes. just such like, man, well, how do you do this? unique content especially on twitch like that kit I, that kit boga guy i've got followed he he scams scammers what and like yeah it's super creative like there's some shit on on here that's amazing oh man and, i gotta check that out yeah it honestly it but honestly dude streaming for some reason like i love to do it and i love getting so close with my fans but after two or three hours the energy is just absolutely drained out of me I don't know why. It is hard. I know, like, sometimes I'll go for, like, two, three, sometimes four hours. I've done, like, six, seven-hour streams, and that's, like, pushing it. And, and then afterwards, I'm like, how did I stream for, like, six hours? How did I do that? Uh, yeah, I think my you best know? was eight hours. <laughs> I was just, like, a husk of a human for a day. <laughs> yeah. You just I, don't, I don't know why. It's like, it's, like, I guess the awareness of the fact that you're being globally streamed at all times. I don't, I have no idea because I can play games. Oh, your boy can sit here and play games. Oh, over. yeah. 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 Same. I can do it. Um, right. I see a question on your chat too. Yes. I'll, and I'll answer as I go. Uh, question for <laughs> Tyler What kind of mic is he using? I'm using oh, a yeah. blue, a Logitech blue baby bottle SL. Oh, nice. Yes. They, they are, these guys are awesome. That's for sure. Up. Oh, from Red Devil. Why are you so beautiful, Tyler? Um, I, in person, am an ogre. <laughs> it is all camera. Because once you see me in person, you're like, what in the fuck is that thing? You're a little... I got, I got the angle. <laughs> Who's the... That's a good question from Nick. Who's behind all the merch designs? The traders. Steven, Steven is like the mastermind. He's the man that has all the ideas. And okay. then I think PBG does our does all like publishes PBG all does. Of it. Yeah. But Steven Steven is Steven, like we usually say Batman and Joker because traders like even though we we are like rivals in a sense, we have we <laughs> we don't mesh and we yeah. use it as a synergy. And I think that's what makes us excellent business partners. Uh -huh. But we say Batman and Joker because without each other, we wouldn't be anything. So yeah. we uh, traders like he's the steam to the steamboat, man. Like I yeah, couldn't do he's it. He's a hard worker. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like every time that you guys see a post or an idea or a hype or like a release date for anything, that is Steven. Steven is the he's, he's all the behind it, right? Right. And then he and, has his own company, his own clothing company too, which Yeah, yeah. I've been and seeing more about it lately. Before it got big, before everybody was like, Oh shit, I got a streamer sell clothes for a couple of years. <laughs> no authority has been going on for a while now and yeah he he just you know it's it's a smart thing to capitalize off off the things you love you know he loves pop culture shit and horror mm -hmm. movies and that's kind of what he covers you know yeah no he, he nails it though 
Yeah, for sure, man. That is for sure. I think the last time the last time I saw you guys was I think it was that I think it was So What Music Fest in Houston. Yeah, those are my Remember? favorite always. Yeah, that was a good time. Where they are? Yeah. I love them because it's like always a surprise cuz So What Festival has been a block party before. Oh yeah, yeah, in Debellum. Yeah. And it it kind of gave fun. everything its own unique feel. That was genius to do it down in Deep Ellum. Deep mm-hmm. Ellum has got to be my favorite, like one of my favorite music communities. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's awesome down there. That was yeah. a good idea on Mike's part and his team, Mike in Orlando. Oh, yeah. That was it was a lot of fun. You know, just like hopping around venue to venue, you know, take you can go take a break, go to a bar, go get some food. It's all right there. You didn't need to drive anywhere. Right. And our first our first uh What's it called? Um, our first uh, So What Festival was 2015, around when Night Terrors came out. Oh, okay. And I was, I was scrubbing dishes, and uh, I mean, I would just wait for tour to come up and either and tell my boss like, "Oh, hey, I forgot to mention, I am a, I'm a musician," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you got some little shows coming up, huh?" Little. I'm like, yeah, I got some little shows coming up. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. 34 days and you're gonna have to deal with it and you know i'd get fired or yeah. like or like eventually people would think like i don't know what it was i i worked for i worked for this this audio company oh, okay. and it was like a connection through my dad it's like he hit one of his one of his bandmates is the boss yeah well he makes he makes he makes a better fucking keyboard player than a boss that's for sure but um <laughs> Yeah, basically what happened with that was uh, over time, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be gone for this and then here for a month and then gone. And I just finally realized like going and doing like pulling chucking wire and like dragging wire through the attic is just not, it's it's not my lingo, man. It's not me. It is rough work. And he finally realized that too. Like this kid's coming to work and he's just watching everybody work and he's (laughs) for 10 (laughs) hours and he's going home. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was just milking it. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's just not it's not who i am it's, and that, that's 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 always how i felt you know yeah but our our uh that was like around the first time and i finally felt a sense of comfort because when i got to that when i got to that so what festival there was an unlimited chicken wing bar um i don't know if you remember that one i feel like there i were, kind of remember this three different flavors of chicken wing and yeah. these, these are the things that i remember because people were like, "Oh, how was the show?" I'm like, "Oh, I, it was it was good." I mean, when yeah. I'm up there, I'm not. I I I maybe make eye contact with my fans for like a total of six seconds in like a 40, 30 minute set. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't do the eye contact stuff for long. Not, I always yeah. used to think it was really really cheesy. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, "Ooh, you're sticky." <laughs> I that can understand my that. Makeshift Anna Ferris impressions are. Yes. Um, but yeah, I uh I definitely loved I, I it's always the food for me, dude. Yeah. When I'm on the road. Like where you can find good food. Yeah. Is that like yeah. the thing you always look out for? Somebody asked me how tall I am. Um I, I mean, a lot of people think because all of us are tall that I'm like six foot. Yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm six foot six. You are that, right? Yes, my doctor. My doctor tell me I'm seventy <laughs> inches. <laughs> my doctor tell me. 
I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. People are like, no, you're not. It's like, you're right. That's just not, it's not humanly possible to grow. No, no, it's not. But yeah, that's how tall I am. 6'6", 240 pounds of mostly chicken, fried a chicken. A lot of fried chicken. Yeah. I remember at that So What Fest, we were actually like talking about Twitch. We were, uh, you were just like telling me about it. Did you go to TwitchCon? Like you told uh, me I went, I went to PAX. I went to PAX. PAX. That's what it was. I was, yeah. I always heard things, good things about PAX. Um, PAX was, um, you know, at first I thought it was just going to, and I, I actually did get pretty bored. Really? Uh, eventually. Because, I mean, it's for the consumer and you'll always see me wanting to be on the other side. Like I don't want to be the consumer. So yeah, they yeah. gave me a, uh, like an exhibitionist pass or some shit. It's okay. where you can pretty much just like walk around to the staff only area and stuff. So I got a sneak peek and I got to uh, meet people. Um, eventually I met, got, I met like old heads and like legends from Def Jam. Def what? Jam was there. Def Jam? So I tried relaying this information to the big guys of the metal scene. Like you want to market, then you stop marketing to metalheads. You need to start marketing to a demographic that thinks Avenged Sevenfold is heavy because those are the kids yeah. that are looking. I would, when I was on the outside looking in and I didn't know what death metal was, I literally would listen to Slayer and be like, this is as heavy as it gets. I can't find any. I was like 12 years old. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. These yeah. kids still believe that that's real. Yeah, I know. There's so, a lot of people that definitely believe that. Like, my mind blew when I'm just like, holy shit. Like I'm sitting there. On a, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm sponsored by Astro. So I was just, just for fun it. acting like I have been working for the company for years. So people would just be like, well, what do you think about this product? I'm like, oh man, it's, you know, that this line has been with us for a couple of years and I, I love it. Yeah. I just be sitting there playing around. I'm just, I'm just realizing, damn, like we really got to get the bigger guys out there. And it sucks yeah. because like, I know how it works. You know, it's a trickle, it's trickle down the big yeah. guys money, the, the, and then the big guys go to the, pay the bands, their percentage and so on. Yeah. And yeah. The contentness in metal is what is like, oh, this is as high of a ceiling as it gets. It's like, yeah. this is ever growing. So, yeah, it's like there's more out there. A lot of people right. think like they, they hit their plateau. Like right. That and you need done. music. Some people love for some of these MLG guys are looking for music that's not heavily copyrighted for oh. their compilations, for their fucking no scope videos. You know, yeah. it's like you got to give the people this, this opportunity. Even yeah. like, you know, I, we've got, I, and I don't want to share any today, but I will share That's them cool. with you after we get off. But I've got some amazing marketing ideas that has nothing to do with actually just like pushing with metal musicians. You know, we're, we're trying to yeah. branch out. Trying to branch out. That's it's, good. It's, you get so inspired seeing this shit. So oh, I just, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I'm trying to take a, a bite off of it because like, I'm at a con I'm at the you know a convention where there's like thousands of kids. Yeah, I want to know. But, yeah, there's definitely room, more room to grow as a band. Yeah. There's more um, people out there that don't know who your band is that could actually really like your band. Yeah, you um, just have to figure out how to reach them. Yeah, it's another and, world you can get into. Nice doing. finally be on like the. It, it, to me, I call it like the winning side, like. Recently, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup, yeah. and I had to do everything as a straight-up fan. I had no connections to anything. I had no inside sources. I was uh -huh. trying my damnedest, too, with uh, JB, because him and I do all yeah. the hockey 
everything together. We're gonna get we're getting season tickets actually. Oh, you guys go um, both go together yeah, and shit. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> JB and I are actually we're actually we're pretty we're pretty close, and especially over this yeah. whole pandemic and not being able to hang out. We we watch the whole playoffs together. Everything. That's awesome. Um, I miss that motherfucker. But, Yes, I love that dude. But yes. yeah, it's like being on the outside like that, dude. I just, I'm just like, damn it. I know there was a way for me to get on the inside and drink out of that fucking cup. Yeah. Because I watched the news and they had people at the end of the boat parade that they had drinking out of the Stanley Cup. I'm like, oh my God, dude. If I could have just gotten a little bit of champagne on this jersey that I bought, it would have been over. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. That's 100%. Do, you know? Yeah. But, um, but that's well, just how I feel, I guess, mainly about everything. But um, for the packs, we, uh, her name is Sarah, and she's like the, she's just one of the big heads at Astro, and she's got all the insider info for every single thing that has to do with after parties and blah blah blah. Yeah, so we she go knows to, it all. We go to this one. There's like fucking twelve hundred people in this in this thing, and the bars are. It took 35 minutes to order a drink. I'm like, all right, this is not my vibe. So I find Sarah, <laughs> get some insider info. Suddenly, we go to this bar. The bar is called Facebook. I'm like, I'm fucking in. Let's, <laughs> let's go. I and am in. Let's do this. It's a Facebook bar. So I go what in. I'm like, all right. You know, so we, you start seeing everybody's nice, not like nice dress. They got their flex on. Everybody's wearing fucking off whites. It's like, yeah. We're in. Influencers everywhere. Just TikTokers, packed. Just packed to the, to the brim with people that just like, you know, like, share, subscribe heads. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. So they have this gumball machine. And when you go up to it, you put the token that you get at the entrance in and you turn it. And when you uh -huh. open it, it says you lose, you lose, you lose. Like 45 minutes, people were losing. Suddenly, oh. somebody gets one that says they win. Music stops. Everything goes dark. And then it lights up and they unlock the other half of this bar. What? And lights, live DJ starts bumping this fucking bar, dude. Bunch of arcade games turn on and light up. There's a donut bar. <laughs> Fucking donut bar? I've never even heard of such a thing. I am, I'm like this, finally, you know, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I got the donut bar, is... all you can drink, all you can eat, you can, you can have soda and donuts and rum. <laughs> I was like, all right. That's mind blowing. This, this dude, this has nothing to do with metal. Once again, I was just there like, and as soon as I walk up, people are like, oh, you know, are you an influencer? Oh, are you a, yeah. you know, are you a gamer? I'm like, no, I'm actually in a band. Every single one of them, all of their eyes lit up. Immediately, they were interested in what I did and blah, blah, blah. That's so I got, tight. I got sponsored by Logitech and Astro in three days or less from that. And that, that's dipping my nose three days into the video game industry. Yeah, that's it. If they knew that the, the voice manipulation that some of these guys work on, we would have metalheads in video games. You would have metalheads doing oh, these runs and stuff. It's it's an untapped gold mine. And it's like I'm such an ideas guy. I know even in my position as a vocalist, yeah. I just know that like if somebody invested in me and managed me personally, Thank that you. I could I could take us both to, to heights 
and I just haven't found that guy yet. And I'm I'm still I wake up and I say I'm I'm grateful for the opportunities in my life because yeah. one day someone's gonna be like this kid's money. He just needs he needs a team. That's yeah. That, that's that's what I want to do, man. How did you just like how did you get into packs? Like did you buy a ticket or you had a hookup? I, I flew I flew to uh to New York right. and I met with Joe, Joe Bab. Mm. And we went four oh. hours to New Jersey and okay. we picked up Tom, Tom Barber from yeah. his 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 uh rent's house before he moved out because he was getting everything ready ever since the big Chelsea Grin change. Yeah. About the same time, he was like kind of like struck he was like i don't really know what to do with all this right now <laughs> <laughs> um we we all hung out uh-huh. we got an airbnb with all of joe's friends and they're like gamers and artists like uh like like comic book artists and shit no and shit like, that's it rad. Was, it was honestly in the past two or three years like it was just it was pure innocence and fun like these dudes you can tell just gamers to heart yeah and you know they dress they they all did the dress up for the uh for the paxies because everybody goes in like cosplays and stuff oh, we oh, have uh, joe oh. joe has a heavier set buddy that dressed up as king ddd what the fuck? and like he was the superstar like was, everybody yeah. was just like oh my god i love this dude's costume he was getting like hundreds of pictures and shit i'm like i'm like you're the rock star today buddy yeah he is the up he was the yeah, rock star but- it was just great. Like we would just stay up till four a.m. and play Smash, and then at like three or four a.m., I would just I was cooking like pork tenderloin and ribs, and I was cooking like asparagus and mashed potatoes for everybody. We were just like we all spent hundreds of dollars on groceries. Yeah, like, yeah. Like every meal, like that's the shit that I'm all about, dude. Like that, yeah, it's so much fucking me- fun. Metalheads need a stream house so bad. Yeah, they do. You know, I did, I, and that's another thing because of Twitch. I met, I met uh, um, Swifty, and uh, for, I always forget his his username. Let me see. You said Swifty, or Swifty? Yeah, Swifty, Swifty, and um, Panda. Oh, Panda okay. Yeah, that's it. And those guys are. Those guys are amazing. I haven't seen them in a long time, but yeah, those are the guys that kind of put me on. And they had this dream house where like it's just video games and and TVs and cameras everywhere and like wow, it's it's amazing. But yeah, the stream oh, world is, it, it, it it'll bring you far. You just gotta you gotta find the right like your niche. Uh, you gotta find right? yeah. I think that's what yeah, that's what I've been like trying to figure out. And I think like doing this podcast has been that, and just like I've been incorporating like. You know, obviously doing like game streams as well and just being like, but not like overdoing it. You know what I'm saying? Not streaming a lot. Like I'll stream a few times a week. Like I have these episodes like one or two a week. Then I'll do like one or two like gaming streams, but like only when I'm like really feeling it. So I don't want to stream if I'm like not in like a good mood or something, which I have done before and it, it has turned my mood around. You oh, know? dude. It, oh, it does I, help. I can't start bad. I end bad. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be in that mood yeah there's been a few times where i've started like in a bummed out mood and it's definitely turned around but anytime in a good mood i put the glasses on anytime you're in a good mood you put the glasses on trash the white trash shit yeah i love that anytime (laughs) i'm in a bad mood it starts like this and i'll just be like sitting there and my you know all my fans will be like hey what's up i'll be like oh cool you know it's good to see the it's good to see all seven of you I'll just try to, I'll, I'll, don't be negative. Nobody wants negativity. 
No, no, no. He wants to see you destroy your body and drink on stream every day. No, can't do that. So you can't do that, which some people do. More yeah. power to them. Yeah, that's their um, thing. That's their thing. That's your thing. That's your thing. But you do you. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I'll just be like, the metal, the metal industry, man, they're keeping us down, man. And I start <laughs> getting all like, I start being like all conspiracy theory. I'm just like, all right, bro, let's just get off this and go, go vent to your girlfriend or your mom or something like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, so, I'm just so transparent. Like, yeah, we literally, you know, like I said, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, your, your mom and dad bought this band. It's like, bro, I was, I was, you know, making toast in my toaster and 15 roaches would come out when, when, uh, that was that was the hate campaign like i was living like sh i was living like shit wow. and yeah. we started this from the ground up and one of our guys got the van and all that and it it really is it's a ground up story and the one thing that a lot of people not fans but a lot of people don't like about us uh -huh. is that we never signed to anything or that <laughs> quote unquote we don't there was, yeah. and, there was always that talk and i kind of it kind of irked me too early on and then i was just like well they're doing it well that's why they don't I'm like it because they don't get yeah. a piece of my pot but now i'm like lately not lately probably in the past like year or so i'm like you know no offense to record labels but i'm like you can bands can really do this thing themselves right like you could honestly Everybody. just do it this it just takes more time like you got to put more into it and you got to invest more and look what happened to get it we going. Know, I, 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 anything that I say as well. Yeah. I, I don't really believe that as a musician, mm -hmm. the only thing I've really pioneered would be like a unique voice. You know, the down tempo thing was kind of already existing in its own way. Yeah. I feel like I created a voice. When I say some things I, you know, that I'm, and I'm going to, I don't believe that I was the sole successor of that idea. Yeah. But one the sure. idea I think I really helped influence everybody to realize is, why are you getting signed? You know, we learned my we learned our lesson in two months with We Are Triumphant, and he had nothing. He had nothing to bluff. We were just yeah, like, yeah, bro. He's like, uh, uh, and I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. You know, you can keep you can keep your fucking EP, and that's whatever. Yeah, but exactly. But metal yeah. bands are taking record deals, and the label gets zero percent of the merch sales yeah I they know. get none of what that that that's already been built that yeah. is genius oh and yeah no that finally, is now finally record labels are realizing shit these people are getting some knowledge of you know our scheme because <laughs> it's bullshit why would i want to get a fucking loan from... i mean it's essentially what's happening you're getting a you're getting a loan you might yeah. as well if you need a loan you need money to go record your record just go to the bank and get a loan if that's like what you need to do if you have sat here trying to get signed for four years why didn't you build your credit for four years exactly you wouldn't be able to buy a mansion if you worked <laughs> on your credit which by the way if you have money is literally it's all about just responsibility i have a whiteboard and it's like i call it my success whiteboard so i don't forget shit i yeah, just started write shit down thanks to my girlfriend who's like really been behind this whole mental health operation that i've finally succeeded to oh, get that's great it's awesome yeah um but dude it's so easy to build your credit and then not it get is dude some guy dude in the last like 
year and a half, my credit has like doubled. I'm like yeah. pushing 800. Right. And that's, that's just being responsible business. and making sure I pay things, the credit, two credit cards on time. Right. Use them the right way. Don't be stupid. And it's like, now it's like, oh, I can go get a mortgage never for too, a house. Yeah, it's never too late. I think, and it's, it is for me too. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a distract. I'm a distraction kind of guy. Yeah. If if I have something to do and I think that I have to have to actually put effort into it, uh-huh. I'll just go play Rocket League for three hours. <laughs> like I'll just be like, "Fuck it," you know. That would take me 15 minutes, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, I want to go do this. You no, know, and that's yeah. literally a credit card. You apply for it, you pay it off, and bada bing, bada boom. I still yeah. have, I still have yet to take care of that kind of aspect of my life it's like and even that I, I i i can give advice all day but it's the hardest part is actually doing it so it is yeah. it is the hardest part is i mean it took me a while i mean i'm 33 and it took me up until got a credit card when i was like 30 well i did get a credit card when i was younger like early 20s and i fucked that all up paid that off after a few years after fucking it up <laughs> and then right. i finally got another credit card like a couple of years ago and then it's just like easy peasy and they just literally upped my credit limit like a few days ago and i was like oh shit okay i guess i'm doing good (laughs) yeah i just really think that fear is obviously what holds everybody back that's been like such a cliche thing to say but it is well it is it's a little scary getting a credit card because you're like you know you don't want to fuck it up yeah you don't want to fuck it up so much easier it's it's easier than than a hike like there are easy, there are hard, <laughs> there are much harder things that at task seem yeah, easy to do. I know. If you can if you can fucking walk for more than an hour, I bet your ass you can get a credit card. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and there's very easy ways to get a credit card now because like even like for example, like Discover, what I did was I gave them money up front to make my credit card. So I was like, here's five hundred bucks. I got a credit card limit of five hundred bucks. After six months, they're like, here's your money back. And now your credit card limit's $2,500. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was that, right. e- it was that uh, easy. And then now yeah, I got my money back, right? And then now I have, you know, now I have like another, I have a MasterCard. It's like, it's very easy. That's all you got to do. I mean, just throw a few, you can do $200 on the fucking thing. They'll give you a credit right. card. Um. I anyway. see a question from one of your buddies here. Mm-hmm. Uh, any yeah, advice for young teenagers like me? If I was, if I was the teenager again, and I could, t- or if I could talk to, <laughs> if I could talk to young my Tyler, I think teenager one, Tyler. What's that? Teenager Tyler, young Tyler. Yeah. Yes. If I was, if I was still, you know, if I could talk to myself again, I guess I would tell myself not necessarily to save money because I mean that'll come. You know, I, I feel like for sure freely as possible because yes. to be honest laziness has brought me very far yeah um, I've, I've been yeah <laughs> 20s yeah, like, like how can i make money smart i don't want to be an entitled old fart so for sure um i would invest i wouldn't save your money i would invest it so like right now i've been putting my money for the past three years i'll put a couple hundred bucks here and there into coinbase or Something that you're willing to learn, I'm not going to tell you for one, like for this one is what you should do to, yeah. you know, oh, be a day trader. No, invest yeah. your money, let it sit. I am on my third year. I haven't sold a single dollar. My portfolio is almost 
two and a half times the size now yeah from investing my money yeah i just let my money sit investing yes yes and it's like i live so simple i wear cotton shorts and a cotton t-shirt i'm waiting (laughs) for my i'm in my cocoon right now like (laughs) and i am i'm gonna you know burst out one day a big pretty swampy butterfly and (laughs) you know that's that's just like i'm ready for the day because realistically if you want to do the thing you love you should Mm -hmm. do something on the side that keeps you busy while the thing you love is happening yes while something is happening make other things happen right now i'm looking and i'm looking into passive incomes how can i invest in something i don't even have to touch and i can pay somebody else so i'm even looking into industrial pressure washing machines paying a guy $12 an hour to keep them fixed, keep them clean. And then I rent them out every day. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Just something Anything. like that. Yes. Yeah. My friend, That's... my friend started those, like, have you seen those epoxy garage floors that boomers love to make their cars look even cooler? Oh yes. I know you're talking about. Floors. They bought $20,000 worth of equipment. They got, you know, COVID hit, ruined their fucking business. Right. Oh, for sure. Right away. They had $20,000 in industrial equipment. Uh-huh. Now, they rent that equipment out for $350 a day. They're booked for the year. Wow. They don't even do the business anymore. They let the other guys handle it. Yeah. My mo- just- my, this, is this, like, this is the most Gary V thing I've ever said. So I'm going to say it like he says it. Don't fucking worry about the future. What you have to worry yeah, about dude. now. No, but for real, the zip, like my, my biggest inspiration is the zip tie, not the man, not the working man that fucking uses it. Right. It's the guy that invented the locking mechanism for the zip. That guy is a fucking billionaire. Yeah, literally. It's for real. I know. I want to be, you know, you've, you've, you've got guys that create shit like that. And then boom, that's it. That's it. They're set. Seven years ago, uh, GoPro was uh-huh. $5 a share. We told our buddy to invest 25,000 because he wanted to invest like thousands of dollars in stocks. Invest 25 in that. Oh, wow. It was at $125 a share, not even a year later. Holy you just got to know, shit, you got to have intuition. Yeah, yeah. That's really so, it. That's the spiel. I want, I want 10 incomes. I want 10 incomes and I, I try to break it down. Okay, I've got tour, I've got my cameo, I got merch, I got royalties. What else can I do? Oh, I've got guest mm-hmm. vocals. I've got, I'm trying to keep building my repertoire because I want, like, you know, like I'm not rich till my mom doesn't have to work. That's, that's my motivation. Yeah, no, it's good motivation. Straight up. Yeah, absolutely. So, I want people to feel inspired by that because like, yeah, I know you love, you know, you can't just put people on a pedestal. You mm-hmm. can put anything up there. And if you get too hungry for something, you're going to starve. Yeah. And then when you starve, you, you start doing the wrong thing. And that's that, you know, you know, keep yourself fed from time to time and stay hungry, but don't starve. Yeah, exactly. Like some people want to tour so bad and that's their, that's their all they only goal do. being in a band and then their band falls apart because he's so hungry for i want to be on the road it's like if you want to poop in circle k's for 35 days and make 150 bucks a night for the first year or two then then be my guest but <laughs> <laughs> some people love that you know everyone's different but yeah. yes yeah 
Exactly. We, but we did, I, I, just, I wanted, once again, I wanted to work smarter. I'm like, how can I get out of the grasp of promoters that think that they can undersell me when I'm literally going up to that, that white sheet on who are you here for? Yeah. The tally the list. Here's the fucking stats. Yeah. Right here. Like, like here's statistics. Here's facts. Yeah. So realistically, yeah, I love money. I love numbers. I'm a stats guy. But realistically, I know that that's going to push for bands underneath our size to not get dicked over. Yeah. I don't want to be 45 years old touring and go, well, that's the way it was when I was a kid, kid. <laughs> that's how it should be. That's, that's just how, how it's going to be. No. It's not. If Hobo Johnson can make $1,000 or more a night, then so can you. Yeah. It's definitely possible. It is. It is. It and is. yes, it is very uncommon but look at the success stories look at Knox loose and code orange for sure especially they, those they, they didn't just skip local they mm -hmm. skipped they skipped the circuit completely yes. it broke it dude they really did like both of them that's inspirational to me and a lot of people didn't think like i didn't really i knew code, i remember seeing code orange kids and i didn't really think much of it i do i remember booking knock loose at tomcats in fort worth I was uh, working there, and I booked them, and it was like them, Orthodox, someone else, someone else, and I remember watching them that night. There was like 125 people there, I remember just watching them and being like, this is going to be it. Yeah. This band's going to go. I just think, go. you know, aim for the stars. Don't just aim for being able to get on the road. Yeah. Just aim for something unrealistic, and eventually sure. it comes true. And yeah. once the crazy things start happening, normalize them, think of something crazier. Exactly. Keep keep yourself inspired. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, that's definitely what I'm on. I, I just get so inspired. Sometimes it like frustrates me. It's like, I know I can do better. So it's like that. That's like one thing I, I really, I really aim for. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Gotta stay hungry. Yeah, for sure. How's all, how's everything been going with TikTok? <laughs> You're on that shit. TikTok's it, wild, bro. It is the most successful for statistically for anything I've ever dealt with. Yeah. In six years, I have 45K followers on Instagram. In one and a half years on TikTok, I have 40,000. Oh my God. Yes. And yeah. it's, dude, like recently, Little John duetted one of my videos. Holy shit, what? Yeah, and he used my sound. Like, what you use people's sounds so like little john oh, used okay. it i thanked him i said you know from screaming about my balls to <laughs> here we you know here we are and that that's like a major inspiration for me because that's you know that's like my shit as a kid yeah for and sure so i'm like that's awesome i also had this really and you know i maybe some of your viewers if they're on tiktok a lot have probably mm. seen it but i had something go more viral than i've ever had uh, do you know how uh how tiktok works how people can like use your sound but make a video with it yeah yeah i know what you're talking about yeah so they can use yeah. your sound and then they can make their own version of the video okay so i had yeah. one where i was just like all right everybody it's the beautiful hair challenge let your hair down in three two one and then they let it down now i'm facing forward i'm looking at the and i let my hair down it gets super pretty and <laughs> All Luscious. of a sudden, all, all these TikTok girls are like, wow, you went from a four to a 10 real fast. <laughs> I'm like, fucking thanks. <laughs> you know, whatever. Fucking thanks. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly, the female demographic 
turns around, uh-huh. of course, they start showing their butt in short shorts, letting their hair down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is not what I wanted. I, Especially being in a relationship, I do not like sexualizing myself. And yeah. that's that. Like, that's yeah, why yeah. I give you the double chin as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, show that off as much as you can. Commenting, the creator of this audio is the king of TikTok. Fucking all hail King Tyler for this for this audio for letting us get all see all the butts blah blah. Oh no! So I'm like I'm like whatever. Suddenly I wake up one day. There's a thousand duets. I'm like oh cool. I wake up again. Six thousand. Oh my! I wake up again. Twenty thousand. I'm like holy shit. What? Four million views now and over a hundred and tw- like almost a hundred and twenty thousand people have used the audio on TikTok and that's what blew me up. Wow. How long ago did you do that video? I feel like it was really early in this year. It was. Um, But, you know, it's mainly because people are turning around and showing their badonks off. Yeah. Uh, I did it for the hair. I'm like, I got good hair. I'll do the hair thing. But I and I kind of like took I'm like, how are people getting all these views? How can I stay real and Uh transparent without being like, what's up, guys? It's Tyler here. Like, subscribe. (laughs) What, where can I find the balance? So I kind of, I did that and it worked. That was like, that was like the big pop for me. It's and then wild, like yeah. uh, Mr. Hamilton, he's the biggest on TikTok. He's used my sound. So wow. I've had a couple like bigger guys on there and now I've, I've grown my, myself and I'm on this like TikTok creator fund as well. Really? Make money off TikTok. I mean, it's, it's bits and pieces, but I mean, it's, it's, it's once again, it's inspiration to make funny stuff. Exactly. Yeah, so, TikTok's wild, man. That's where I'm at with the TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I was like watching like um you know that streamer? He's also a TikTok dude, Jordy 2D. Mm, he he plays Call maybe. of Duty a lot. Um maybe. he would make these like funny TikToks of him like playing Call of Duty with like random people, right? And like there was like this one I remember, it was him playing with like some young kid a young guy or you know boy i don't know how old he was he just sounded very young like early teens and he uh the kid was just saying he doesn't have like enough money for like the call of duty battle pass so jordy was just like hey i will buy you the battle pass if we win this war zone match yes so, i've seen that you've seen that right where he, <laughs> he sends them off he like jumps out of the helicopter and just sends them off and kills them and it just started blowing up. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's so fucked up. But I've, I've been told that, like, he actually bought him the battle pass and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, he just did it for the content. That's all it was. And, you know. Right. It, right. But genius. Yeah. And, like, I was watching his stream, like, a week ago or something. Because he played Call of Duty uh, with Tim the Tatman on Twitch. Yeah. And uh, Tim brought it up and was like, yo, tell me more about, like, your TikTok stuff. He's like, yeah, uh, in two months... I got over a million followers on TikTok and they're all, you know, and now I'm just like kind of, you know, he cross promotes. Like obviously everyone watches stuff on TikTok, you'll learn that he is on Twitch and it's been all translating over the fucking Twitch and it's wild. And he did all that shit in like two and a half months. Like blew up on TikTok. It's all organic. It is all All organic off of who likes your video. And then, it just keeps going. It's like it's like a spiral. It's crazy, crazy spiral effect. Yeah, it is wild, for real. It is definitely. I've, fucking I've, wild. Seen, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of success off it. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it, it's 
I, I'm still trying to grasp like how I can boost it up to, to that level. You to know, like because, that level, yeah. Dude, realistically, my main goal is to get kids to listen to metal that don't listen to metal. That's my biggest goal. Is like I can, you know, tell a metalhead check this song out, and he'll tell some people. Yeah, and for I, sure. I, I tell a metal, a non-metal had to check something out. He's going to show everybody because he's like, this is unreal. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you blow someone's mind. They've never heard anything like that before. Right. You know, they're like, what is this? But they're like, this is like cool. This is pretty fucking cool. Absolutely. And, then, and they're going to show their friends. And their friends are going to be like, what the fuck? You know, and for all you know, these, these, these people just start to get into metal for all you know. And then you're banned. And it's, it just spirals from fucking from there. Yeah, man. I'm just it's, like I said, still trying to find new ways to to promote music in general because yeah. I wanted to catch on. You know, I, I I like when I like seeing the I like seeing progress. You know, like yeah, I, yeah. I, once again, we're not the first band to do it, but we started closing our merch store about two or three years ago, and yeah. then we open it for a week and we close it, and we realized that that is the best way not only to get people to buy it all at once, but it's yeah. also the best way to focus on customer satisfaction refunds or whatever and make sure that everybody's getting their merch yes and everyone's everyone's happy right we do everything totally by ourselves we don't have a merch company so yes, yeah it's, now. It's a bit slower but i mean we get stuff done and we tell people hey there's a disclaimer at the bottom it, it may take up to three weeks to get your merchandise from us but yeah but you're doing all yourself cell phone business we actually have employees now damn that helps so, about with it yeah dude because like sometimes it's the orders are just like we were there for like we've been at three of us four of us fully working eight to 12 hours sometimes to get this stuff packed dude it is a lot of work it's like even this year i had my tour devastation on the nation cancel and like i ordered the merch like three or four weeks before that happened you know yeah and i had 744 shirts delivered to me to my apartment <laughs> 10 boxes of merch so obviously, you know, we rescheduled the tour or whatever. Anyway, I put the merch up for sale and I was, you know, the big cartel, that's all. And I was like, Hey, I have all this merch. Um, tour is not happening this year. I got rescheduled for next year, but we're not going to use this merch for next year. So if you want it, here you go. And I got like over like first, like couple days, over a hundred orders. And I'm like, Oh fuck, this is a lot of shit. I got to pack myself. And that shit is very time consuming right very time consuming and uh I, I can't imagine like even like i know traders does well like you know i can't even imagine how it can be with all those orders <laughs> you know and i'm still trying to wake up opportunists to see that my band is ready for that next big level and i feel like we're at this level where the world is finally understanding that we don't need to do this. We don't need your help 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. maybe they're like trying to like revitalize new ideas and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, that's like really where it's at. It's like, we can do all of this and I can, you know, I, I want to show, you know, in, in like Others. a managerial way, just like even me myself, like the way that I promote myself and stuff, it's, it's, it's good for me, but it's also great for the band. But yeah, man, sure. I just, like I said, I'm I'm always waiting for new opportunities. Like, and I'm grateful for them. I'm not starving for them. You know, I just yeah. uh, definitely am ready to show that. Like, once we get back, look at the poll. Look at the poll that you know that that we have because we get the we get the scraps of tour 
of tour ideas for the most part unless we buddy up which yeah, is how yeah. you know chelsea and i chelsea grin and i became good friends and they're like we love to take you guys yeah yeah out on runs and like those guys are like family to us and that's the only t- only way that we've ever gotten an opportunity is just by being like first of all we're hustlers yes. we're gonna help, we're gonna work hard and we're gonna help you guys out and we're yeah. always here to communicate we we never have problems with people you know even if yeah. it's down to like smoking a little bit and being like hey this is for yesterday just to make keep everything nice and balanced and clean for sure you know what that's i mean to do it but we are actually not that hard to we we do play nice we just don't we just don't take shit we don't take yeah. low ball offers like you're you know eventually it's like people give us low offers because they hope that we'll take it or that we'll counter offer and then you got to sit there and play you got to play tug of war for an extra hundred dollars it's like i don't have time for that dude you could just you can give me the opportunity and if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out yeah exactly so I just I, I value my band very highly and sometimes even some of my bandmates think I'm delusional. They're like, <laughs> you know, we should be realistic here. It's like if we start being realistic, like, realistic, we'll devalue ourselves. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, you definitely don't. Yeah, yeah. definitely over the last couple of years. Yo, Philip, thank you so much, man. You're the fucking man. Um definitely over the last like couple of years, I've been like, you know, I've been like, you know, I've been working with like Brand of Sacrifice, for example, and just seeing like how they run their band, you know, and they've like, they've even had like conversations with a couple managers that I'm friends with. And those managers were like, yeah, this band doesn't need a manager. I don't even know like what, what I can do for them is they just have it down. I'm like, yeah. And like, now they're like independent, like they're doing like, they're going through blood blast distribution for digital side of things, which is fine. It's not a label. It's what it's, you know, they get the record, you know, digital, help them get on playlist the whole thing it's a very good deal and um but everything else is on them physical all that shit they own the rights to their music but they can do whatever the fuck they want with it which is i think a lot of bands and artists need to do like they need everyone need they need to own the rights to their music now you now you see like twitch streamers running into issues of them being dmca'd you know for playing bands music on their streams or their bods get muted shit yeah once people realize that you can you can collect a mass of royalties yeah from distro kid or indigo boom and there's like a hub where they yeah pay you through that small labels are fucked oh for sure people are catching on i mean i don't know why it's taken so long but i don't know either half the time People just start a distro kid for multiple bands and do the royalty stuff like that. And they just yeah. slap a label on their name. They're like, yep, this is a label. It's like, you're literally just collecting their money for them. Yeah, I know. So I, mean, I've seen, I, I see through that now. If I, and to, to think about it, if I was to ever get signed to a label, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I wouldn't even know where to, where to point my finger. Because yeah. I want to see what they have to offer. You know, you look at, look at Code Orange. They're, they write theme songs now for wwe yeah it's wild i need an opportunist like that someone that can market me on a global scale but when it comes to metal a lot of the time you get signed and you get pushed you get great opportunities yeah you do you definitely do there are like like a few good labels oriented yeah um i was really working so hard on this opportunity lately 
with Knotfest, um, their media marketing manager hit me up and they said, hey, I love your vibe. I love your vibe. We want you to represent Knotfest on Twitch. And I was like, what? I was holding my breath. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so stoked. Pandemic wouldn't let him do the budget. So I got I got the boot before I even started. Fuck, man. I told this guy, I said, look, bro, I will do this for free. I will do it for totally free if I can just even do it from my Twitch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. Because he wanted me to eventually work myself up to be the Carson Daly of their fucking festivals. And like, that is my, that is my calling. You know me, I'm good with people. I'm good on the oh, mic. Oh, hell yeah, you are. Aside from the music, I know how to keep people that don't even know who I am or what my band does. I, I know how to keep people entertained. Yes. Oh, man, I would have been doing my, he, he, he had my first interview to be set up with, with Keefe, which is cool. I know yeah. Keefe already. Yeah, from Trivium. Yeah. I was going to work my way up to the big boys. And oh, for like, sure. Trivium is the big boys, but like, even yeah. big, you know, not not fest is slipknot festival i know i would have been brushing (laughs) shoulders with 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 those guys Corey. shit yeah exactly i am still working on it still working on it but i'm sure it'll 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 come back he's probably got you know a whole bunch of shit to do yeah they're really like building that brand more you know and building that website more to be like a music outlet are preparing i think that they're going to prepare to take over the festival scene as hard as possible when it comes back I think they, they look are. Like they're doing a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, no, they really are, man. It's gonna yeah. be they just announced um Knotfest, I think, in Brazil or something. What was it? Knotfest 2021. Dude, there's one announced. in Japan, there's a oh crew. yeah, oh yeah, no, I know. There's they're fucking everywhere, dude. I would really like to start feuding with wrestlers. Um and that would be fucking flop. bad. Yeah, flop for them and yeah. get married. And start with them, you know, start my just like that for fun and yeah. get into like, you know, how like, have you ever heard that some wrestlers have like managers and it's like for wrestlers who aren't too good in the, on the mic, but they're great at performing? Yep, yep. So I've thought about cross promoting wrestling with metal and, you know, talking shit to like Chris Jericho <laughs> or just something like that. And then going on one of their programs, even if it's like AEW Dark or some small house show, and just letting them beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and, you know, just realize that, man, this kid's got a good mouth for the mic. So I really look, I really am looking for so many opportunities because it's all about things I love. Um, I even want to start doing a series where I send i i like i i live stream me doing voiceover portfolios for my favorite games that haven't even asked dude that's a good idea so you know one of my favorite games right now is phasmophobia that's that is a one-man company he's probably built his company now because of his oh success. yeah but oh man dude like if i could make a portfolio a voice portfolio for him of you know, like, and then what do I do? I, I put myself in my own shoes. What scares the shit out of me? Mm-hmm. You can get me all day long in a quiet room. If anybody goes, <gasps> I'm fucking like, what? <laughs> Anytime. So 
even that, like when you're walking in Phasmophobia, you'll yeah, hear I played it a little bit. Something sometimes behind your ear. Yeah, I know. If I heard that. I'd be shitting a brick, <laughs> dude. That game is awesome. I, I definitely want to play it more, dude. It I've is seeing so you fun. and Joe play just, it together. I wanted to add some more stuff to it, and he will. It's gonna get bigger, but it needs a it needs more of a purpose for sure. Yeah, it does. It does. But it's um, off to so a good start. What's up? It's off to a good start, though. Yes. The game. Um, somebody asked who would be my dream wrestler to wrestle in the square circle. Uh, honestly, as much as I love Stone Cold, yeah, I would. I I don't think I could I go up against him. him because I mean, dude, right? It's almost like he's so much of an inspiration to me. It's like who would I who would I want to get beat up by? Who could I have a like good feud with on the microphone without them totally dominating? One good person that keeps the balance is Chris Jericho once again yeah. because he knows how to how to keep your brand alive while insulting you and burying you at the same time. He is excellent at yeah, keeping he's the great. balance. You're not wrong. So I would go with I would go with Chris Jericho, Jericho for that question. You could be punched by anyone in music. Who would it be? <laughs> if I could be punched by anybody in music. Uh, I guess oh, I'll give it to Corpse Grinder because everyone says I look like his son. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd, I'd let him hit me once. And you know what? Is he taller you know, than he you? He'd hit me that hard because he'd feel bad. He is I such know. a sweetheart. Is he taller than you or the same height? I don't know. He looks like he's about eight foot. but Dude, he I does. I mean, see. Maybe people have his height on Yeah, Google there has to be. I, yeah. Or, I've never stood next to him. I've only seen him on stage. Put one. Okay, so when I type in corpse grinder, wait, wait, here's what? The, very, the first three, the first three things that come up: corpse grinder, George Fisher, corpse grinder, neck. <laughs> so you're taller than him? Yeah. Holy shit. I think I'm the tallest vocalist in metal right now. I think you are. You said it's you're weird. six six. I think you're making me realize this. That I am the tallest vocalist in metal. Yeah, you said you're six six, like, right? Not like every who, who is the tallest metal vocalist. Yeah, who is that a question? Who is the tallest musician? Musician, that would probably be the one. Uh, well, Peter Steele is was six eight. Six eight, yeah. Buckethead Jim Root's six six. Jim Root is six six. Who's the tallest death metal musician? Isn't Mick Thompson up there too? I mean, Peter Steele's 6'8", but that's like for yeah. death metal, I think I'm going to have to give it... I mean, Jim Root and Buckethead. Luca from Mental Cruelty is 6'8", someone said. God. Oh, dude, yeah, Luca is fucking a giant. That is big. That is, yeah, he, he's a giant. 6'6 six, six is already pushing it for me so much, dude. Like, yeah. I was a kid. I hated being this tall. Six, I was I was 6'4 when I was 14. Jesus. I've yeah. always heard that. Like, even I have, like, some few a few friends that I grew up with that are, like, tall. And they, they would always be like, I hate it. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. Like, there is yeah. some advantages. But, like, at the same time, like, they, like, just not a fan. They're just like, yeah, it's just like, I hate I, w I would probably hate it too, though. I don't know. I wouldn't like hate it, I guess, but I wouldn't like be, love it and be like, yeah, this fucking rules. Yeah. Someone said they're four foot 11. I, oh. I feel like I could use you as an actual football. <laughs> like, I'm not even trying to be rude right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not trying to be rude. I have met, I have met 
a grandmother who was like four foot eight. My God, dude, what is thing? She came up to my big toe. She was <laughs> so small. Oh, oh man, Roomba Dad, a good one. That's... Tyler from the Swamp Squad. What is the best meal I have ever made? This is a toss-up because oh. I've already got three things in my head. Okay. I make these, uh, if you don't have a grill, you can make chicken wings in the oven. They usually come out like they've been boiling in their own juice. Here's how to prevent that. What you do is, well, what I do for, this is my favorite chicken wings, is you do them for 45 minutes at like 400 degrees. And for the last 10 minutes of that 45, you put them on broil and they get really fucking crispy. But I drain the juice out periodically. Okay. And then inside, I melt a whole stick of butter in a pot, and then I slowly add my favorite hot sauce until it turns bright, bright, bright orange. And I keep mixing it for like ten minutes straight. I saw I sauté yeah. some garlic, and then I've got my own buffalo garlic sauce for my own chicken wings. So there's Dude. that. I okay. also have a marinade for the chicken. It is soy, ginger, black Ooh. pepper, onion powder, garlic powder. Worcestershire sauce. Oh yeah. Goodbye. It's fucking. That's, you get marinated buffalo lit. wings. I would change your world. And then there's that. And then I have a cream cheese Alfredo sauce that I make from scratch, that you could put in the books. Um, I've also okay. thought about putting that sauce on my chicken wings. <laughs> uh, and then campfire pot roast with Jack Camp, Batten. Campfire pot roast. So we just went. We just went camping in Ginny Springs, in like south of Gainesville. Beautiful place. Yeah. My buddy right. said, "I want to make a stew in the fire." He bought a Dutch oven okay. and a grill grate, and we cooked a stew for like six hours over the fire. You put a whole chuck roast in, and then oh, we yeah. we did onions and carrots and celery, and then he rosemary, thyme, and garlic. Jeez, and man. Then you make a roux. And you pour the roux in and let it let it cook for a couple minutes, and then it is just it's it just mama's cooking, dude. Yeah, straight it's, up. That's definitely. Now I'm hungry again. I've had. Yeah, you need a cooking show. Say that I need to make a cookbook. Yes, or a I've cooking got, show. I would, I would have a cookbook with like hundred year old recipes from my great grandparents in there. So, oh, you got all of those, dude. My grandma used to make me a. A, uh, a cheesecake but it wasn't a pie she would make it in a 13 by 9 fucking cake tin what the and the fuck? graham cracker crust was three inches that that's is, insane you need it yeah i need, need that in my life <laughs> i promise you i have the plug dude like <laughs> i got the plug here I actually, I, I have a section, trust me, I've already, I've already wrote the book in my head. I have a section called oh Cook It On Five. And Cook It On Five is literally a meal where yeah. you put everything on five on like medium heat yeah. and it will cook everything perfectly. I've got cook, I, I can cook for four to six people for, tw for less than $12. That's amazing. I just love it. You I cook a lot on tour? I originally wanted to be a cook. I went to, oh, I was going to go okay. to culinary school. No fucking But then way. I got high. Then, <laughs> do you ever cook on tour? Like, does it, do you ever get opportunities where you, you can you, feast you're just everybody? You're asking this question because you know <laughs> your boy cooks. 
one time dude we were at fat uh fat cats that's down here we were at tomcats in texas yeah. and all these good old texas locals were just like hey man y'all can use the you know we got a grill here and yada yada they're like well man i kind of want to go to whole foods he's i'm like what do you want to he's like what do you want to get i'm like well i want to get chicken blah 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 he's like all of a sudden i'm cooking hot dogs i'm cooking vegan food on the I side i feel like i remember I this cooked a whole salmon filet at this oh, venue we were i think i remember beans. this it was it was the greatest time um one time That's i cooked fucking incredible i cooked four and a half hours before i had to play i went on stage smelling like a smoker <laughs> i just love cooking for people yeah because people gather around the grill small yeah, talk yeah. turns into large talk everybody starts feeling good and oh, there's a vibe sure, that man. like doesn't even distract you it's like this is this is a healing process like it is man food and metal to, combined oh. dude it really is something else it brings a beautiful it brings thing together, man. it really does it puts everyone in a good fucking mood yeah in and big that's time. what i live for dude like i've like we uh my, my buddies and i are doing something new recently so we can kind of break the ice and it's called adventure squad Okay. And once a month, we all meet up and we put at least 50 to 100 bucks each down on something. Okay. Something, anything. Because you yeah. got one friend, you got, you know, you got one other friend, 50 and 50, hey, go fucking, you know, chill out and do this and that. Or, you know, suddenly you got four friends that are free at 100 bucks each, go get an Airbnb for the weekend or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we just got, we got back from the casino at three in the morning. I made that cream cheese pasta till four o'clock. <laughs> like, Holy I just love shit. cooking. I that's, just I love, I love it, and it doesn't matter when it is. That's fucking awesome. Absolutely. Ruma Dad had a, another question. You shop for vintage clothes and stuff. What's the best find you've ever bought? Oh man, I'll be right back. <laughs> love this. Here, give me, give me a, give me a second. Yeah. What, what can we do? Uh, to here, chat. Give yeah. Me a, Chad, give, give me give me some emotes, okay? Let yeah, me let's see some, some emotes. Emote. And also, give me some juicy questions. If you're watching, make sure you follow this motherfucker. Spice this bitch well. up. Thank give you. Give us some juicy shit. Um, and I'll be right back with a couple gems. I'm, we... I'm also wearing one, by the way. This yes, is a you are. Jersey. This is so fucking sick, dude. <laughs> one second. Go, go, go for it. <laughs> Yo, I fucking love Tyler, dude. Step one, invade zoo. Step two, steal alligator. Step three, grill alligator. Florida. <laughs> that is fucking Florida. Oh, yeah. Some young gun emotes. The homie. Oh, yeah. All the Kev Muller ones. Hit them with the emotes. Come on, everyone. You know you fucking got them. Let's throw some Joels in there. I am too, Josh. Kev Muller's lane. What's Kevin doing? How tall is Kev Muller? How tall is he? All right, this is just a couple. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. The goods. Right. Here's, an, there's, there's he? a story for almost, almost every one of these, at least. Some of them are just good finds, but yeah, this is my this is my favorite NASCAR shirt. Um, this was a, a flea market find. I cannot find this shirt anywhere. Yeah. I've looked 
few far in between. This is the most badass all over print. Holy fuck. It's a car spaceship. That's incredible. And then on the back, yeah. It's got Star Wars font at the bottom that says the ship has landed. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's so tight. I would not dude. sell this shirt for $120. <laughs> this is a gem. Yeah. Okay. Up next is something I just posted on my Instagram recently. I agree. Yep. I, I found saw. This. Some guy, I don't know why you would ever want to sell this for 40 bucks with free shipping. Oh my God, really? This is a long sleeve. That's incredible. That it is fucking awesome. Wrestling Association, and that chameleon is giving him a fucking sharpshooter. That's Someone so good. That that's the walls of Jericho. Um, you're high. The guy getting the that the guy that's getting locked in. Yeah, his legs are crossed. There's one leg through the hole. That's a sharpshooter. That's a sharpshooter. Learn your shit. Learn your shit. Would you this another one that I can't find? This is an Anvil T-shirt, so I know it's from the the nineties. Yeah. Roberto Duran versus Hector Camacho. Wow. These are two fucking legendary boxers. This is an event t-shirt. That's incredible. These always go for like hundreds of dollars. I don't know why. Where'd you find it? Flea market again? That was a that was a goodwill find for three bucks. Get the fuck out of here. I bet you I bet you I could I could eventually sell that shirt for like 100 to 150 because if it's one of a kind and it's actually not reprinted you know what i'm saying yeah you can't find it and anywhere stole this one. Oh, bro come on <laughs> dude that is insane yeah stale earnhardt tyler how do you do it i can't tell you you just it get just, out that you want to you, you really want to know get out to that flea market not in a civilized part of your state yeah yeah you have to go you got to go where the Trump supporters are living, dude. Yeah. All, the lessers, all the lessers. Yep. Yeah, man. I'll give you. I'll give you that shirt for. Uh, you know. And they looks at you. Fifteen. Yeah. 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 That that one was a uh, from some guy's storage unit. That one was a bit pricier, but I've been looking at it for years, and I finally copped it for forty bucks, free shipping. And that one I've only seen for like a hundred bucks. So I find I got That's... it. That one, that actually was dead stock too. It came out of packaging. Wow. This one's just hilarious. This is not even a vintage shirt. What is it? I bet you can't find it. And if you've, if anybody watching has been on the road, I know you've seen. Oh, dude. <laughs> cookout thing. Wow. It's a cookout fucking racing T-shirt. What the, the shake? Fuck the shake. The shake. Dude, cookout's so good. How the fuck did where did you find that? Three dollars, Goodwill. Dude, sometimes you can walk in a Goodwill and, and just you like you get gems, up. bro. This, this is, I like this one a lot, but this is kind of the one that like this is just what inspired me to keep doing it. I was oh, okay. at my Goodwill locally. And yeah. I found a Disney oh, wow. denim varsity jacket. That's insane. That's I got that's for, wild. I got it for ten bucks, and they go for sixty to eighty. And I'm like, is, it can't really be this easy. Yeah, but it, it is. It really is. It fucking is, man. So, these are just, dude. This is just like the tip of the iceberg. Do you sell? Do you do you sell any? Do you do that thing where a lot of people find vintage stuff and sell it, or not? So, 
I like um, <clears throat> I like investing. I have not sold a single article of clothing or traded or given anything in over two years. I've probably got at least 50 things now or more that I want to sell that I would price at more than like 60 bucks. Yeah. So like I, I love a lot of it and I'm not going to get rid of most of it, but there's some stuff that you can let I will obviously part ways with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like even stuff that doesn't fit you, I don't know why it's so easy for people to go to Dunkin' Donuts and spend 13 bucks, but then when it, when a, someone says 20 bucks for a shirt that's like 30 years old, take it. Yeah, even if take even that if it's shit. not your size, just take it. Oh, I have a few of that. Yeah, it'll mean something to someone eventually. Exactly. Like, so it's just it's more valuable than that, you know. And I feel like people just got to go do it, man. You, yeah. You, if you invest an hour a day in Facebook Marketplace, uh -huh. I promise you, you can make you can make a hundred to two hundred bucks extra or more a month. I found this. Uh, I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. Recently, I found this Chicago Bears collector, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm selling my old collection of uh, trading cards." Okay. And I, said, oh. I said, "Oh, you look like a Bears fan." He's like, "Oh, I am. I got some Bears stuff laying around that I was going to sell too." Empire. I'm like, "Uh, let me get that." Yeah. So I go to his house. I'm like, "Holy shit! Like this guy's got the lot." And we were very transparent with each other. Blah blah blah. Most important thing when you're doing vintage clothes reselling if you really get into it uh -huh. is to ask questions because i said i love this collectible stuff but i said you got anything in that closet you want to part ways with oh yeah and he pulled out vintage champion jerseys those were discontinued in the 90s oh, i got dude, those on. um i got like these crew necks that literally he probably wore once or twice yeah like, that's when you really get a hold of the gems. You got to ask the right questions. Go to estate sales. My girlfriend really, really let me in on that one. State you know, sales. Do, do stuff like that. If you can be the early bird, if you can wake up early, you yeah, are get there right when they open. To like seventy percent of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. My friend, so, my friend Larry, my friend Larry goes to flea markets a lot here in Austin and outside of Austin too, but. Yes. He'll, wake, he'll wake up super early and like literally get there before the doors open and he yes. goes right in and he finds gems you shirts or whatever collectible thing you know it's just like it's he finds a lot of awesome shit i do I, I i go to people who offer me stuff right in front of me first thing i do is i go on ebay yeah a lot of people don't know this too if you have the ebay app you can go on ebay and then you can type in what you're looking for. If I, how, how I started my collection, you type in anything pop culture, and then you type in AOP, or all over print. Yeah. So I'll type in NASCAR, AOP, right? And all this shit will pop up. Uh-huh. And this guy, let's say this guy's like, hey, uh, you know, I got one of these shirts. If you don't know how much it costs, there's actually a filter that shows you how much people have already bought that item for. Oh. Okay. It, so, like, you can get a worth on how much you're actually like supposed to spend, or like a median of those things. Yeah. So that's yeah, a like lot an of idea. how you know you make sure you're not getting screwed out of anything. But it's so easy. It's all right there on the internet, man. Like, literally anything on YouTube now. Anything can give you information on how to make money. My girlfriend changed her alternator with YouTube in three hours. 
Yeah, I mean, everything is literally on YouTube. It's, it's insane, right dude. It is insane. People are like, there's no, you can't just, you know. You and can I, now. I think Forex and all of that, like, quick sell and buy high, buy low, sell high, that stuff is very pitfally and risky. There are, I, trom- I promise you, other than drop shipping and all those TikTok fraudulent ways to make money, there is way more honest ways to make money out there. Yes. You know, I mean, and even reselling, like, if somebody calls it junk, you know, I'm going to buy it as junk. If someone says it's their collection, I will come. I'll give them a good price for it because I know how valuable it is or was to them, you know? Yeah, definitely. So that's just... That's fucking rad. You, yeah, it's it's awesome, man. I love collecting stuff. You know, you know Frank Finelli? You know what I'm talking? You know Frank Finelli? I do not. He's um He uh, started that organization called For the Nomads, which helped like crew members and everything. And he's a big, he tours, does merch for a lot of fucking people and TMs as well. But anyway, he's a really good friend of mine and he started, dude, he has been, he's been on the Depop thing and he's been finding fucking gems, like old vintage band shirts, like everything he's been finding, I've been like blown away by. And he's been just doing that to get by, you know, because he hasn't been touring at all, you know, and like he's done. It's it's out there. It is, dude, you can do it. Vintage stuff right now, big time. Big fucking time, dude, and you could just, Find it, flip it, you know, and that's it. And make some money off of it. Yeah, I mean, and there's, you know. Pop is great. It's insane. Goodwill gets stuff every day. Go to a mm-hmm. small thrift store. Ask them yeah. stuff. You know, exactly. sometimes they get, when you get shipments or whatever. There's, there's, ways, there's ways to get the, you know, there is, on dude. top of things. There is. I met a kid at the flea market. And he's, I, I met him at a different flea market. I'm like, oh, I remember you. I said I got his Instagram info, and now anytime he's got dead stock NASCAR stuff, he sells it to me at such a great price that I can eventually resell it. You That's can find tight. people like that. Yeah, make friends with people like that. Yeah. That's fucking tight. Yeah, go go with an intention. You know. Yeah, when, yeah. When I go, I'm looking NASCAR, Chicago Bears. Now I'm looking for for my girlfriend. I look for Gremlins pop culture stuff. Yeah. Ooh. A Pee Wee Herman, certain sweaters are worth like $700. What? There is a Pee Wee Herman like varsity jacket out there. Wow. That is a gem. It is an absolute gem. But like, you're just always looking, you know? Yeah, yeah. As silly as it may seem, like, oh, you know, there's like, there was like a Pee Wee Herman like board game. It's still worth like 60 bucks. Zolt, uh, it's insane, Zoltan. dude. There's like the little battery powered Zoltans and stuff. If you can get that with the packaging, dude, stuff, that stuff like that goes. Yeah, people just they still eat it up. That's right. so garage sales, estate sales, huge. Yes, big. Yeah, you'll find some good finds there for sure. It's fine. I'm trying to see if anybody's asked any questions. <clears throat> I'm saying hide the white claws. Kevin's here. <laughs> Seneca, please. <laughs> Hide the white claws. Oh, Seneca is his name. I thought he was asking for cheap cigarettes. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, when can we? I guess you know. There's going to be that question. When are we going to expect the new traders record? You guys were supposed to get this like four months ago. Oh, um, we we have released something every year for the past six years straight yeah yeah you guys have always been on top we follow the hip-hop um 
uh, formula yeah. very closely because of its success. The hype drops, the, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, once we get a better word on, on shows, it'll probably be months before that. Unfortunately, we're probably going to have to take a hit. But, For sure. um, you know, I would hope in like six to eight months or less we'll finally have something but like as for a single probably earlier just for the fun yeah bit, just to know. release something will there be vinyl you guys gonna do vinyl uh i've tried and once again steven's steven's the thumbs thumbs up or down guy and he just he just isn't really into the idea and i'm just like that dude that's money mm -hmm. people love that dude they really do and even yeah. doing just limited like you know a couple hundred copies you know right you're right. gonna make money. so we'll get one eventually there was this uh vinyl presser who he chooses the the album or ep okay and he says that he'll press that for you he's like you know some like ancient fucking 80s movie shit like he's a great vinyl presser man he chooses what you get to sell okay wow but he was like he's like your ep was groundbreaking that's what I'll print for you guys. I will print a vinyl EP for you guys. And we never followed through with him, even though I thought that was fucking pretty badass. Yeah, that is pretty badass. Um, but that yeah, interesting. I'm, I'm pushing for vinyls, especially our merch guy. He is so into the now of things and he's smart with it. So That's he's pushing right. for vinyls too. Yeah, a lot of people, especially in chat, love the wax. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, if I collaborate ideas for merch. Um, it's made it's like 95% Steven. Yeah. Are you always like satisfied with the merch or have you like Yeah, if I don't like it, you'll you know, say something. I'll say something. Yeah. Um but for the most I've also, part we have actually had an instance where I'm not name dropping anybody today. Okay. I'm not that guy. <laughs> but there have been banned where they literally stole our merch oh. ID to a T, even like with like the pastel color of the T-shirt. What and the like, fuck? Yeah. So we had. Uh, this is recent. Uh, within the yeah. past like year and a half or so. Okay. Um, we have that Deep South Violence shirt. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. For all of you that are really into that, you can do some digging, and I promise you'll find the similarities eventually. <laughs> but. You know, can't say much else other than, you know, don't do that. I don't want you know, if if I see something from hip hop, I'll probably bite it. If I see something pop culture, I'll probably bite it. Yeah. If I see something from metal, I'm probably not gonna bite it. Yeah. It's been done here in this room. If it's been done in the house, it's one thing, but not in the same room. Yeah. So that's you know, I, there's a rule of thumb for everything. Somebody the other other week was like you guys just straight up took stone cold skull and put traitors over it. I'm like, okay, go get mad at the other 10,000 bands for the past hundred years. Yeah. Like really though, shut the fuck up. Some people, people just always love find a way to... like, uh Oh, you're going to call me out now on Twitter for it. <laughs> Do you go to a yes. liquor store and be like, you guys are selling the most popular rum. <laughs> you're, you're done. You're done. You're <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's I ridiculous. Can't that shit. Some people are, so, they have no life. That's just what it is. I think that's, or they're I just think miserable. What it really is, is all the shit that they put themselves through and 
and all the shit that they've been through in their lives, they just don't know how to handle it. And they yeah. just get mad at things that don't even affect them. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you getting mad at somebody else's business? Do you get mad at somebody's, you know, lawn business? It's like, you can't cut grass that often. <laughs> are you joking? You're practically ripping them off. <laughs> just leave it alone, dude. Leave it alone. It's like if 7-Eleven wants to sell bottled water for $7, let them do it. Let... <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah, if you want if you want two for six Arizonas, then go to fucking seven eleven. Some people do it. Yeah, no, straight up. I like getting my one dollar Arizonas, so I just don't shop there. I'm yeah, not gonna call go them out on Twitter because of it. <laughs> when it comes to like your lyric writing and all that, is that all you? Or is uh, it it has, has been it has been just about all the time. Repent was a little rushed, so I got some extra help from the guys. Okay. But uh yeah, everything has really been from the heart and from personal struggles in life, you know, yeah. losing a family member to oh, yeah. self-inflicted intrusive thoughts to, you know, the after effects. Like, it, it really is, you, you watch my personality unveil when you, when you read Traders. You see my first initial thought is like, I don't know what to do with myself anymore, you know. And then the hate campaign is about fighting back yeah, really, even though people think it's about riots and it's about the government, it's about staying alive. It's about perseverance and about being like, you know, in uh, in buried alive. I say my last one of my last lyrics: mm-hmm. "I will never die by the gun." The only thing where I'm given the choice, and it's it's literally all about how I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to keep myself here and figure this shit out. Yeah, and then that's cool. You know, you see. There's a concept, the concept DP night terrors, and then yeah, anger issues is literally the cause and effect of me dealing with all my thoughts by myself. I became an angry, angry, angry person. Everything set me off. It kind of just came out of nowhere. Yeah, I had to figure out where all these traumas were coming from. So yeah, it's all the lyrics are definitely from the heart, and they're real and. uh they mean a lot to me. Yeah, I've always noticed that with your lyrics, with your lyrics, like right. every every record you've done. Yeah, I try, man. I mean, you know, it's keep it it's real. Like, it's my job, but like you know, even being happy now, I still have a whole lot on my chest. So you know, yeah. you guys can expect that same, the same sort of flow and the same feel as you always have What's over up? time. So. When you guys had that break or that breakup, what happened around? Were you just kind of over it? Was it you were you being overwhelmed by everything? Yeah. So okay, oh, and some people don't know that about about this, and some you know most people do, and this will actually bring me to the um, segregation of genres. This is kind of where this came from for me too. But basically, um, I was in like a really really bad relationship where it started out I was a nobody with no yeah. money and i had i was living in a uh 2014 13 i was living in a blanket fort in florida with no ac i was living in a i was living in a somebody's my like my friend's rentals and i was actually living with dicky allen oh really uh, yeah he lives he he lives or has lived with me or uh, around me for seven years we we've never been like two two miles apart yeah you, have you guys known each other a while yeah since like oh. 2011 okay um but dickie and i have been roommates for about three years on and off we have been 
friends yeah forever but yeah um basically i was in like a you know toxic relationship like my first really bad one and it went from i'm happy to you know now that i'm on the road uh-huh. she's bitching all the time to you know you're young and don't know how to handle your emotions so like yeah, i was yeah. the scapegoat for everything and i was basically trained to hate my band and i hated every opportunity that i got i was not grateful for it i was frustrated because i was leaving home and i was making who i thought was my forever you know i was trying to make them happy and they never were yeah so i broke up with her i found out she cheated on me and i found out six months after she did it Uh, that was that's a pickle and a half yeah so i went through all my shit with that all, all my pain with that whatever um but i was still so full of hatred that i didn't know where my mind was so i said to steven and alan i'm like i quit i can't do this anymore um yeah there were some undisclosable things going on between the band financially that just wasn't sitting right there was a big issue there was a power struggle and i just pretty much told steven like i don't like you i can't stand you like it was really bad like i'm just like i don't want to be around you i uh, i and like him and i had a major falling out Wow. And they were going to originally keep going with the yeah. band. I'm like, good fucking luck. I'm like, yeah. I, I was, I was really, I was really like, I was in my head, you know. Yeah. I'm like, but you, especially nowadays, you can't have a band without the original vocalist. I mean, that's just how I feel personally. It's hard. But, Some have you know, pushed through, hard. but and it is hard. You can rebuild the brand. You can rebuild the brand eventually. It just, yeah. it's like starting from square one again. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I told him, I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. And finally, we made things right. We set everything straight. We settled up and everything. And, That's you know, good, yeah, over probably. time, I, I eventually was like, they, they talked to me again, like eight months later. And I did a lot of thinking. And during that time, um, my cousin passed away and I was dealing with all that and like drinking a lot. And I was in my head and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And, um, eventually, I'm like, I'm like, I threw all of this away. And like, you know, I did not have a better opportunity. And even if I did, I would never throw it away because I just was an ungrateful person. I just wasn't, it's all my fault why traders did that. And they yeah. should have never done it. And then, you know, it's mainly the the hardcore community. And I'm not trying to single any genre of music out, but it was mainly the hardcore community that tried to sit there and tell us that I we did it for money. I can yeah. tell you this right now. We did not need to stop what we were doing. No. To make money. We were we were fine. We were yeah. just fine. So there was no reason for any of that to happen. And if anything, it was a very destructive choice. And I felt the exact cause and effect of it. Within two weeks of quitting the band, I was deep frying chicken wings at a dive bar. And I was just sitting there and it was these guys are pieces of shit to the cooks. Nothing's prepped. Nothing's set up. It's yeah. all to sell the liquor. It was $5 half pound burger night. Oh my God. And I was on my sixth burger with all these special instructions. I put the spatula down and I go in the bathroom and I just fucking cried like a grown ass man cry, like the biggest cry. And I was just like, this is not, I am not a burger flipper, dude. This is just not who it is. This is not who I am. Like, I get, I threw it all away. Like, I threw everything away and there's no coming back. Like, people are just going to try to give me slack for the rest of my life. 
and people really ne never understand what I truly went through and not even me sometimes understood what I can you know truly went through during those times yeah but like it was That's some real time. shit and a lot of people be like bullshit it's like okay I can <laughs> I, I I promise you I'm not that good of a liar this is all very real stuff that very much happens so <clears throat> eventually I did some I mean, even after I got back in the band, I still didn't know who I was. Yeah. So, and now I feel like I've really got an identity for myself a lot more and all my opportunities are coming in. I believe that the law of attraction is a very real thing. And uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a lot more where I want to be now, you know, and everything happens for a reason. Yeah, um, no, definitely it does. I would believe that. That's, you know, this band has literally been, it's like, me just sitting there and scrubbing plates and just waiting for my opportunity. Yeah. And you can't just do one. You have to do both. You've got to find the balance. You got to push through that fear and you got to do them. You know, you got to wait. Yeah. You know, and eventually you might wake, you might wake your turn, you know, or whatever. But, um, one of the, uh, rarest, there's a, there's two items I know about traders or three first the EP in the cardboard sleeve is one of the most valuable traders collectors items because there's less than 50 and there's it's in a it's our first like the, that's a valuable thing yeah and, yeah. There's, and uh, I'm building up to be because of this is like something that happened during the, the breakup another one is we we made 35 snapbacks in 2014 those are 35 of a kind ever there'll never oh. be they'll never be reprinted and then <clears throat> from the tour we had 50 golden pins and 50 silver pins printed of our logo and on the back it says rest in peace to traders 2013 to 2017 and they're labeled one through 50 oh, wow. if you have one of those i know i've seen it go i've seen it go for I, I don't even know how many times people have actually like sold or traded these, but like really? on sites, God. they're truly a super super valuable thing because like it was over. We print. I I'm like yeah, print those pins because this is it. Yeah, that's it. You know, this was just like oh, it's trying to make a couple bucks and go. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. And you know, I thought it was over. So there's some things out there that are you know are true to true and blue collectors are probably sitting on a gold mine dude some of that stuff goes for crazy shit like from some it's of these sounds like yeah i know and i see people flipping know, shit from like two or three hundred bucks it's like dude it's like come shit. on but it happens you know I know you, you know can't stop it demand and then suddenly something's never printed again and then boom it's worth a bunch of money yeah seriously someone so, flipped their flag for 420 dollars yeah, victim's flag. yeah i saw oh i saw that uh God. that meredith said that yeah that's funny because we just we just did our wall flag drop like a month ago Jesus, and man, somebody bought a bunch of them and then they resold them for like a hundred bucks each like five Ooh. minutes after they bought them that's just like that that's cold-blooded that's, cold <laughs> that's really fucked up man yeah, that's don't that's, do that. See, that's when reselling becomes douchey because you're that's stealing from the consumer market that just wants to buy it to play it, and you're just yeah. like, I need an extra couple bags. Yeah, exactly, dude. Man, crazy shit. Have you ever thought about doing a side project or anything like that? Have there is ever have you ever done anything other than like yeah, traders? I'm really trying 
I'm getting, I'm helping this person out with their stream right now. Okay. And I'm, I'm just letting it be because they've got other things going on. Okay. But I'm putting, I actually, I'm glad you asked that question. I'm putting it out in the universe. I will, I can only say one name. Josh, if you're listening. Oh, you know it is. Please. Let's do this, man. Oh, he told me about him building his stream room. Yeah. um, I have been watching this guy play guitar for like 10 to 12 years, and I am so inspired by him already that he is such a leader. Mm -hmm. I am trying so hard to make make music. I'm trying to make music with this guy. That's fucking tight. I am trying to cross tight. over like a heavy slammy feel with okay. like a, with a chaos feeling of job for a cowboy, but with the matter of Gojira. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So I'm trying I'm my best that. to make that happen. I'm going to let him build his stream stuff up. And then I will in about four weeks since I've asked him, said he was down. Yeah. I, said, well, I will throw. <laughs> I mean, you want money now? I'll give it to you now. You want royalties? In the long run, I promise you that will be what it is. Dude, it's the slingshot effect. Yeah. You see it happen all the time. Uh, the old guitarist for a cranium makes Slaughter to Prevail. He doesn't even tour. No. He just makes money. Yeah, he doesn't even fucking tour. Right. So yeah. I know that if I make a project with this guy, it's going to be huge. That's fucking and I will I will put 110% in just like I do for traders, and it will be a totally different feel. You're not really going to get the trader style vocals. You're going to get something new from me. You're going to be like, fuck, this dude can really do some, he can fucking do some vocals. Yeah, something different. Yeah. Change it so, up. That's fucking cool. I'm stoked to yeah. hear that, man. I'm, so, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people are going to be fucking blown away by it. And like, here's, here's the thing. I've always realized that when I'm not writing with my band and I hear stuff that I can actually just do my vocals over, yeah. I perform way better. So being a fan of this person's writing style already, it's like, trust me, I'm just as excited as you are. I, wanna, I want this shit to go down. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, about for sure. Good. That's, that rules. I'm stoked to hear that. Yeah, tell them tell it should happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> tell them it should happen. It better happen. Yes, I am. I am such an opportunistic guy. And like I said, man, he's just one of the greatest guitar players to ever do it. That's so fucking tight, man. I'm, I'm oh, hoping. yeah. That's what's up. Well, damn, dude. Thank you so much for doing this today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. I've had a sure, blast, dude. Been, uh, it's been a good time to just, you know, sit back the shit and hang out for a bit, you know? Yeah. No, I love doing this. It's, for sure. It's always a good fucking time. Um, everybody, check out Tyler Traders on Twitch. Uh, obviously, check out Traders if you haven't. <laughs> That's my Xbox gamer tag as well. Oh, um, nice. I play a lot of Rocket League, NHL, Sea of Thieves, whole bunch of shit. That's so if you all want to jam anytime. Uh, you're on PS4? Or no, you're on yeah. Xbox. I'm on PS4. And then I, on I, do okay, PC. I have some games on PC too. I've been wanting to get Rocket League. I still have yet to play Gears with you, Mike. And we will yeah, get Mike there. loves his Gears. Rocket League is very fun. There's just a very slow but fun learning curve. Yeah, I've always been told that. My my good friend Andy plays it a lot. He's a soccer player. So he loves that game. 
but he yeah, rules like, it's at like it. Soccer meets hockey meets cars. Yeah, it's all together. It's like meshed together. Yeah, that's fucking. Um, right. And just I want to say to your your viewers as well. Yes. You got a handful of people watching. Yep. Um. Oh, cool! You got a lot of VIPs and mods in here. That's great. Yeah. I have one mod still after three, after like three years. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anybody watching, man, you know. I, I I just wish the whole world could know this. Don't be afraid of time that has to do with success or has to do with, you know, if you're doing something you don't like, you don't have to do it. Just yeah. don't forget that you are totally in control of your situation. If you wanted to wake up one day, and some people are like, well, I can't do that. I'm like, well, it's cause and effect. You probably yeah. put yourself in a situation where you can't do that. It's Thanks. like if you have kids you did that yeah you can't do it <laughs> if you want to get up one day and just fucking go camping for a week and let somebody at least one person know that you're safe go do it yeah, go be, you, go, go find it. yourself yes it's so worth it talk to somebody yeah we are definitely. we are now in, in the society aspect we are very far away from thinking that masculinity has to do with never talking about your your problems yeah. I cry so fucking much. Cry, baby. Yes. Great. Let it out. Let it out. Dude, Talk straight to somebody. It doesn't up. have to be your mom. Dude, sometimes no. I'll just like be in line getting food and just be like, oh, I am not having a good day. <laughs> yeah. And then that stranger talks to you. Yes. You never know. And I actually, I got so excited to vent that I stopped asking. Or just like sort of started, started like I would like call my girlfriend just and just fucked. be like, oh my God, I had the fucking worst day. Blah, 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 blah. And she'd yeah. be like, okay. Uh. Yeah. So <laughs> find the balance. And yes, go vent to somebody, but ask for their permission because yeah. when, somebody, when somebody pays yeah. attention, my girlfriend told me this fucking awesome shit. When somebody pays attention, yeah. they are paying in energy. Yes. So be mindful. Yeah. I am not mindful. I'm very just <laughs> I say what's on my mind. I'm unfiltered. I'm like, well, this is just who I am. It's like, well, then you're kind of a dick. Yeah, that's so it. Work. So yes. Find that work. One yeah. Straight up. Some people, one of the most inspiring chefs in the world didn't wasn't successful till he was like 43, he said. So wow. don't worry about time. Yeah. It'll come to you. But that's it. That's exactly. my spiel, bud. I love it. I love it. That's Excellent. what's up. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much for having yeah, me. Yeah, man, of course. Letter. Let's go raid, uh, well, fuck it. Let's raid Dickie. Sure. Let's see him raging at Call of Duty. <laughs> understatement with that man. Oh, my God. He's ridiculous. I love him. If, if somebody watches Dickie on the regular, please start making a sweaty Dickie compilation. Oh, man. Someone needs to do that. Somebody needs to do that, yes. Yes, someone definitely does, because that boy is sweaty as fuck when it comes to Call of Duty. <laughs> it is unbelievable sometimes playing with him. Obviously, as well, everybody that stays on the Dan Fonch channel, you have no idea how much it means to this fucking guy. I know how much Thank we you appreciate guys. Oh, yes. Now, this has been fucking awesome. It's definitely been a hard fucking year, and doing, just streaming on Twitch and doing these, pot, you know, this live stream stuff. Has been fucking awesome. That's right, man. It's and kept you know, my mental I, health up. 
I just, I'm ready to keep hustling and keep doing me. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate you a million times for having me on. And Dude, thank you. My last bit is if you, if you want to be, you know, if you want to be successful, hang out with four successful people. If you want to be somebody that smokes weed and watches YouTube all day, hang out with four other people that smoke weed and watch YouTube <laughs> you'll see the results in just a matter of weeks. Exactly. Much love to all of you. Yes. Um, are you, you're, you're rating him. So I'll stick with you for a second on discord. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, everyone. Let's go raid Dickie. Show him some love. He's in the middle of a game right now. Let's do it. Great. Oh yeah, he's like so in this game right now. Oh yeah, I see him. Let me he's see like, him right oh, now. Holy fuck. Oh shit! Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. He's about to get killed right now. Oh shit. Let me stop.